Hello everybody and welcome to the show. You are listening to me, Natalie Miller-Snell, and this is Seize the Day. You are very welcome. I am enormously grateful for you tuning in as always. Now in today's show, I thought I would talk a little around the topic of active listening. It seems quite... um, It seems quite appropriate for me at the moment since I was speaker at a beautiful development day for a fabulous charity called Backup Trust last weekend. Uh, An incredible incredible charity actually, if you want to, to look them up, they support anyone and everybody with spinal cord injuries. So it was a real privilege and absolute honour to be able to, to speak with them on the topic of active listening. And in that, I also want to thank a wonderful gentleman by the name of Colin D. Smith, whose details I will also put in the show notes, since he is, he is known as the listener and he mentored me a great deal in terms of doing this speaking event. So I thought I would share a few little bits for you in this, in this show today, just around active listening. If you're interested in it, if you just want a reminder on the topic or if it's, you know, kind of new to you. Now, first up, um, active listening is not therapy. We're there just to support the individual who we are listening to. Now, this is something I also discuss in my coaching practice as well. I get asked often, what's the difference between coaching and therapy? Therapy is very much looking at, you know, barriers and hurdles that we have and potential trauma that we've experienced in our lives and looking to go deeper and help us unpack that so we can deal with the psychological aspects to it and, you know, move on and and deal with the situation within that experience. Coaching is much more of a, a forward action orientated situation whereby we might recognize that there's something there that needs to be dealt with. And if it actually is quite quite a challenge and presents itself you know quite firmly in the arena of the coaching space I would recommend somebody then perhaps see different professional services in order to help that since the coaching aspect is very much about moving forward understanding how we can support ourselves going forward and how we can help ourselves get over hurdles so active listening is not therapy it is about listening it's about being there for somebody in that space and in that, I want to ask you, as, we, as I go through this show now for the next 10 minutes or so, I want, you to, I want you to take time to think about what active listening means for you and how you know when you're in the presence of somebody who is really active listening to you. When you're in the presence of them, how do you know this? What's going on? And have a think about that because I'd be curious to know if what comes to mind for you comes out in the bits that I talk about now. So now just some basic and real fundamentals, uh, tips for helping with better listening. Now a few of these came out of an incredible article by the New York Times and I'll put again put the the link in the show notes. Um, They referred to it and there's a couple of items that really 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 made me smile and I thought they were genius. They talked about how uh, active listening, being a better listener We should employ the meditation art of clearing one's mind, removing distractions, being really here in the present. And in that, you can do breathing exercises ahead of any kind of active listening or anything that you're engaging with. Certainly, I do that before any coaching uh, client and any coaching session. So really clear your mind so you can be fully attentive with whoever you are speaking to and rather listening to. And another great tip that the New York Times suggested was to think of active listening as improv. So don't prepare beforehand. The idea is you are sat there, clear mind, you are intently listening. 
So therefore you don't need to prepare because whatever gets presented in whoever you are listening to, whatever they are saying, you can then bring up as questions, you know, around that topic. And consider consider your intention around why you are listening to an individual. Is it because you truly want to help and you want to be there listening? Or do you want to say what you need to say because you've got great advice or whatever it might be? And we'll come on to Advice Monster in a moment. Think of this. This is another one for the New York Times, which really, really made me smile. Think of active listening like you are a podcast host and you are interviewing for, the, you know, everybody around you. Your, your life is about, you know, interviewing for a podcast. So how do you go about that? And then the very beautiful, uh, you know, body kind of reactions that demonstrate we are listening. So lean into the person within, you know, everyone's uh, area of comfort in terms of, you know, space and whatnot. But lean into somebody, you know, nod your head, have open arms, not crossed arms. So you are very open and receptive to what's being said and use eye contact. So really great tips for helping us when we want to active listen. And again, I just keep keep referring you back to the question I said at the beginning. When you're in the presence of somebody who has given you full attention and active listening to you, how do you know? Communication really matters in life. Just fully communication is so, so, so important. You know, we're a tribal species of heart. We need that connection. We need community and we need to be able to communicate with each other and feel seen, valued and heard. And in that, we all know how to communicate. We all know how when, you know, if someone's having a really rough time or someone's poorly and we're sat with somebody, we will listen to every single thing that they say. So we know how to do it. We just don't do it very often. So when we set up and we go about active listening, we want to make sure the speaker, the person who is talking, who is sharing their news, sharing their story, sharing their woes or whatever is going on, that they feel seen and they feel safe and they feel that they won't be judged. They can just be there, share their thoughts, share their ideas without any fear of rejection, no judgment whatsoever. We are there to support and create when we are active listening and this is what you're engaged in. We are there to help somebody be able to feel comfortable, safe and secure in your space and being able to share their news or whatever it might be, thoughts and ideas. Now, there's a gentleman by the name of Albert Mehrabian, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. In the 1960s, he developed a Venn diagram which talks about the three Vs of effective communication. And in that, the the three core elements of the verbal aspect, what it is that we're actually saying, the vocal aspect, what is it and how are we saying it? What's the tone? How's our you know our voice? What's happening with our voice as we're speaking? And then the third one is the visual. What's going on with our body language as we give this information? Now, all three of these are really, really important in terms of communication. And also as a listener, when you're actively listening to somebody, to pay attention to what is being said. In Mehrabian's study, he talks about the fact that when these three items, these core elements of effective communication are in conflict, the most dominant one that we will listen to uh, most of the time, I think it was around 55% of the time, is the, the visual, what you see going on with somebody. And that's not to say when someone shouts fire and their body language is doing something different, that we don't react to the verbal word fire. 
but just as a as a general idea and I encourage you to think about somebody now who has spoken to you before and their body language or their vocal tone differs to the message they are giving you and therefore you you don't find trust you don't feel trust so these are really core and brilliant elements for us to think about when we're engaging in listening and again with that one of the most important things for us to think about is consider what isn't being said what isn't being said in this dialogue that is really important here and that's where when we we come to have conversation with somebody when somebody is speaking and we use open questions we can ask okay what's important here I didn't hear you mention that or you said this so what does that mean about this aspect that hasn't been mentioned so always ask really beautiful open questions listen to what's not being said Use the where, the what, the who, the how. Try to steer away from why because that can sometimes make somebody feel defensive. Well, why hasn't this happened or why is this not happening? You know, keep the open questions with the where, what, who and how. Beautiful ways to engage and help somebody communicate. Keep those questions open and try to tame your advice monster. Now, Michael Bungay Senior is an absolute legend in, in this area of communication in the sense that there's a fabulous TED talk that he put out on how to tame your advice monster. When someone presents a challenge at the beginning or tells you something, when you start asking them and what else, actually you really get to the root challenge of what's going on for them. So what they present first off might not even be the right thing that they want to be talking about, but that's what's frustrating you and then there is more. So it's open um, you know, be, open those beautiful questions, hold back offering advice until actually it's really required or asked of you. Listen and ask the open questions and do not, do not interrupt. When we interrupt someone's thought pattern, we really stop them being able to think for themselves and communicate what's going on, all that rich stuff. So use the acronym WAIT. Why am I talking? Do I need to talk here or am I here to listen? What's the intention, as I mentioned earlier? What's the purpose of what's going on here? And it's also really wonderful to summarize back to whoever is talking to you what you've heard. Use their language And also in that, you know, you can maybe paraphrase a few things as well, because hearing your words back or hearing them, you know, from another person is really reaffirming. It's it confirms that you're being listened to. It actually reminds you of what you've said and then enables you to think deeper, enables you to come up with different thinking in terms of perhaps what your challenges are. So, you know, summarize back is really important. And now, so if I just go back to a few key points for you right at the beginning, I asked you, how do you know? when you're in the presence of a great listener? Has it been any of the things I've said so far? Or is there something else for you? And if there is something else for you, please drop me a line and let me know because I would absolutely love to know. Think about tips for active listening when someone says they need to talk to you. Clear your mind. Don't think about what you, you you need to answer. If we're thinking about active listening, we're not listening. If we're thinking about what we need to reply with or my advice, we're not listening. We just need to be there present in that moment. Question your intention in that sense. You know, be there presently if you are wanting to actively listen and show that in your body as well. Show that in your face. Let somebody know that you're engaged. Being seen, valued and heard is paramount to psychological safety. So bringing that into the space is really important. Think about the three V's of communication and what is not being said. 
Tame your advice monster. Use open questions and do not interrupt. Wait three seconds as a minimum when someone stops talking just to allow further thought to come out and summarize back what they say. So I hope this has been really helpful for you. It, like I say, if you've got any thoughts or views or any things that jumped out for you that either you use, you know when someone else does or other things that really work for you when you know you're being listened to, I would absolutely love to hear them. And then in other news, April is almost here. It's tomorrow, in fact. Absolutely amazing. Um, gap in April. So my membership got two incredible sessions coming up. One with me. Incredible session. Listen to me. One with me. That's going to be talking about a project or a challenge that you have coming up. So if you've got anything that's really weighing on you at the moment, you need to figure out how to move forward with it. Come and join us because we'll be looking at specific and personal challenges and um, tips around how we can make projects work. And then also we're going to be joined by Katie Walton, who is an incredible coach and HR specialist. And she's going to be talking to us about how we can influence and have personal impact. So two great sessions in Gap. Please come and join us. We'd love to see you there. And if you have any other questions relating to coaching or any group coaching programs, or would just like to catch up to talk about one-to-one coaching, I'm here for you. Drop me an email or you can give me a ring. No problem. I hope this has been great for you and I really look forward to speaking with you soon. Take care, everybody. Look after yourself. Keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. If you've enjoyed this show, please head over to seizethedaysimplecast.com for all of my other shows. If you're interested to hear more about coaching, please visit nmscoaching.co.uk. If you'd like to chew the fat over some of the topics in these podcasts, please come and join me at my Facebook group, Dare to Be You. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening.